Houston, we have a podcast. Uh, on this month's episode, we got a bunch of dudes sitting around the table talking about rom-coms. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> on this month's episode, we have uh, one returning guest, one new guest. Uh, so, Joe, you've been on the episode twice before. What's up, what's up? Thanks for having me again. <laughs> our first episode and then our Luke Besson episode where you also did the video work. Thanks oh, again for that. That was so much fun. Thanks for having Shout me. Shout out to Joey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then a new guest that we've been trying to get on for a little while, Alan. Uh, finally got you here. Thanks for coming on. Ah, thanks for having me here. Um, and to introduce yourself to our audience as we usually do, can you please pick a movie character and a movie to introduce yourself as a person? Uh, so, movie I chose has already been chosen by Joe from a previous episode. But <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but I chose 500 Days of Summer, and I'd like to say that I I resemble uh, Tom a lot, being a hopeless romantic. Is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Tom Hansen from... Uh, Tom Hansen? No, no, no. <laughs> Tom Hansen. Oh, okay. Yeah, and being a hopeless romantic and... Liking long walks on the beach. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Was that similar to your reason, Joe? Yes, exactly. That's the exact reason why. Did you pick the movie and the character? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, so you guys are also big rom-com fans. Uh, so we will get into that. But before we do, uh, we want to also just, as we usually do, uh, have you guys seen any movies recently that you want to talk about or you want to kind of recommend? Uh, Paul, how about you? Uh, I would like to recommend Stretch. Uh, shout out to Netflix again, because that's where I watch all my movies nowadays. Um, but it's basically this really strange movie about uh, a limo driver who he's like down on his luck. His girlfriend's left him, and uh, he's like he's going to do this last job. He's trying to poach clients from like this other company, and then there's this one guy. You get to see Chris Pine play absolutely and it's like an insane person. He's chode and everything, and <laughs> really he's like he's like a, a billionaire who uh, who's no who's been known to like tip his limo drivers a lot. So he's trying to like get this last uh, this last score, I guess, um, to pay off some I think gambling debts, uh, or else he's gonna get killed by his bookie. Um, and it's just like this. Uh, Chris Pine makes him do all this crazy shit, and uh, he's also an actor, a struggling actor. Him or pretty much. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and uh, also, you get to see Ed Helms, uh, aka Andy from The Office, to, uh, oh. to play a, a, a ghost, and he's a real motherfucker. <laughs> um, and uh, Jessica Alba's in it. That's always good. I like Jessica yeah, Alba. You sold me on. Uh, <laughs> you, you lost me at Chode. <laughs> you lost me at Chode, and you got me back with Jessica Alba. Yep. I guess I'll go. Um, I don't take the lead <laughs> uh, for me, the the movie I watched recently was Secret Obsession, which is also on Netflix, and that one is uh, featuring Brenda Song and uh, a guy named Mike Vogel. And pretty much, 
the movie, the premise of the movie is uh, she gets hit by a car, she loses her memory, and then she wakes up in the hospital with a guy claiming to be her husband, and then she goes away with him to a house after she's recovered a bit, and then she's getting flashbacks of stuff that happened the night when she got hit, and then something doesn't feel right. Is it like the female uh, perspective of Fifty First Dates? <laughs> kind of, but, <laughs> but kind of, I guess, but in a very, very creepy, creepy way. <laughs> and it's the thing I didn't like about the movie is it was too predictable and not like different at all. The characters they were just plain. It was for this movie. The only reason I watched it was because Brenda Song was in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, it's good to see her because I haven't seen her in a movie or in a while. Or ever, other than uh, TV shows Social back Network. in the day. She was in Social Network. I forgot about that. That's what I mean. Oh, it's, yeah. It's been a while since I've seen her in something, yeah. so. And that, that's... Where she blew Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was, that, what was that kung fu movie she was in? On Family? What? Nope, never mind. <laughs> uh, she was in a kung fu movie? Yeah. Oh, that's I don't remember. <laughs> but that, that's pretty I'll much the premise of the, <laughs> the movie. Like, she gets hit. She has to try to find uh, find out if this is really her husband. And then, um, yeah, it's... Not really spoiling anything. It says it all in the trailer, but if uh, <laughs> if you're feeling for uh, I guess something from Brenda, song. <laughs> from Brenda song or just seeing it some kind of thriller, then go for it. But I wouldn't highly recommend it. Closing <laughs> recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so one thing you were saying about the movie was that it was kind of different. Uh, like didn't really follow the norm. And uh, well, maybe I don't know. Yeah. For some of the other Netflix movies I've seen too, they've been sloppy, and it's just I I don't know who's on the production team, who's overseeing anything. But it's just, an interesting watch. It, it's, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting watch, but at the same time, it's like. Uh, but you run the risk of like feeling like you wasted your time. Exactly, that's what I mean. It's like I would not want to watch it twice. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of regret it slightly. Yeah, that, that's uh, my movie that I watched recently. Cool, cool. Well, so I watched. The Lion King. <laughs> so I'm copying out and watch something mainstream. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen the cartoon, then I won't say what it's about. <laughs> but if you have, then you know what happens. And yeah, that's the whole story. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much. Would you recommend it? <laughs> I do recommend it. I mean, if you grew up with the whole Disney thing, the, uh, the Disney movies uh, in the 90s, then it's something you'd want to see live action. I mean, it's close to watching a Nat Geo documentary. Wow. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, but the CG is just oh, it's great. It's fantastic. I've heard people say that the CG was almost too good in that the characters didn't really have enough emotion in their face. Yeah, oh, actually wow. that, that's what I heard coming into the movie, so I had that expectation. But because I already watched the cartoon and I grew up with it, I already knew what to feel like. <laughs> <laughs> you knew how to feel. <laughs> was, it, was it weird to see like Yeah, but I guess if you've seen like Jungle Book, if, oh, if you've seen that, pardon? I feel Jungle Book had more emotion in terms of animals? yeah, in terms of visually talk? seeing it. Did they talk in that one? I, yeah. I haven't seen Jungle Book yet. Yeah. No. Um, that and 
How about CGI wise? Because I, I, like I said, I haven't seen Jungle Book, so it's yeah. No, they're they're about the same. Yeah, it's about the same CGI wise. I was I was wondering if if you haven't seen the movie as a kid, trying to take yourself out of it, and just having a fresh that's, <laughs> it's it's gonna be hard, but having a fresh set of eyes, trying to take yourself out. How would you rate the new Lion King movie? Ah, oh, if you're seeing it for the first time and no backstory, yeah. Out of ten, I'd probably give it a seven. Uh, that's not, that's bad. not yeah. bad. That's like a really good review from Carson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say go see it anyways. Alright. Uh, so the movie I saw recently, somewhat recently, was Toy Story 4. Oh, uh, I still have to see that. Damn. Contrasting to Lion King, I thought was a really unique story of like, it was not at all what I was expecting. I was almost expecting just like Toy Story again. <laughs> um, but it seems like they've done a really good job with telling a different story. It, it almost felt like it was in a completely different franchise that was like you didn't see this side of these characters before, um, which I really enjoyed. Um, it's Pixar, it's really well done. The animation, the one thing that was kind of weird is the animation between now and when the first movie came out is so different. Yeah, is that bad? Like, <laughs> it, it looks too good. And it's like just the way that you know these characters. Uh, but overall, I really recommend it. They did a pretty good job with that one. Also, shout out to Keanu Reeves. That's Canadian. <laughs> did a really good job. Wait, what? Keanu Reeves? Yeah, was I, was wondering, I know he was in it, but I was wondering who he's he playing. He plays the Canadian stuntman. Yeah. Is he like Duke, a main right? main character Duke. in it? or? Yeah. <laughs> Duke uh, he's, he's not like a major part of the movie. He's like a major part for like a small segment. Oh, okay, okay. I second that. <laughs> I did. Oh. I have to catch up on all these movies. Toy Story, <laughs> Lion King. Oh man. Yeah. I too bad they're not Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the older ones are. All right, let's talk about rom coms, guys. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> now what fun. is a rom com? That is the uh, the heading of my segment. Um. So, you, it's one of those things like you think you know what a rom-com is, but do you really? Like, personally, <laughs> I, I did some research uh, leading up to this uh, episode, uh, and by that I mean I went on Wikipedia. And so there's, like, technical things that, like, make up a rom-com. Like, if you're a movie producer, you have to have, like, the lead cues and, like, the... All of that, but... The, yeah, certain things. Uh, I'm not going to go into them yet, um, but I wanted to see what you guys think you need to have to make a rom-com versus a ro- like a, a romance or versus a comedy and I'm going to throw some movies at you to see like where the line starts and ends okay all right um what I um okay I I want to I'll, I'll start with you guys to see what your take is first and then I'm going to throw movies at you to to see if I can test that okay um so for me what is a rom-com yeah. All right. For me, just like general, give me like a give me a thirty second pitch. Thirty second pitch of what a rom com is. is. Like it's, I feel like it's pretty simple if I try to just generalize it, where the protagonist encounters someone of interest and then it follows the development of their love story. I see you went on Wikipedia. And well. actually, I I, I did not, oh. <laughs> and um, and it just has a comedic take on everything. Okay. But like, if I want to be a slightly more detailed, like I feel like a good rom com, it blends. The romance and comedy so good together that you can't really tell it's either romance or comedy. Interesting. And it, it doesn't take you away from either aspect of comedy and romance. It just 
Yeah, blends together. Oh, We're a good rom-com. Have I got some boobies for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. Um, yeah, this is why we have our, our rom-com experts here today. Uh, what about you, Alex? Uh, adding on to what Joseph said, yeah, it's a, it's a light-hearted take on romance, like a, a dramatic romance story, and like a pure comedic movie. And then you blend that all together, it's light-hearted, and it usually ends up in a happy ending. So you leave the movie feeling good, okay. feeling accomplished, like, Accom- you know, like, like, life is worth it. Oh, I've, <laughs> I think I've seen some rom it's, 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 it's a quote from 500 Oh, okay. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Oh, Tom. Uh, what about you, Carson? I'm actually going to disagree with both of you guys. <laughs> Damn, <man. laughs> I was like, I knew he was giving us a look. <laughs> First, I was thinking, like, you think about the term rom-com, and it's like, oh, 50% romance, 50% comedy. I did once I thought about it more, and I was thinking about examples of what I think is and isn't. I think it has to be primarily a romance, and that is the comedic version of the romance, kind of what you're saying, is instead of the dramatic version of a romance. And if I were to weight it, I would say like 70% romance, 30% comedy, which is why I think it's also really hard to add any other genres in because it it has like I, I kind of thought back and forth of whether you could do a rom-com and mix in a third genre. I think you could, but it has to be like, you can't have too much action, you can't have too much sci-fi. Yeah. The plot has to be about the relationship. Whether it ha- I don't think it needs to hand on a happy ending or a sad ending, but the plot has to be primarily focused on will they or won't they. Yeah. Like, will they or won't they is that, the main thing. Yeah, that I agree with, because I've seen some rom-coms where they end tragically and it kind of leaves you neutral, not like Really sad feeling, but. Also, <laughs> gonna say that I don't think romance is necessary. Uh, what? Only because of I love you, man. Uh, oh, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's a very no, good. Okay, start. that's on my list. So, would you count I love you, man, as a rom com? I would. I would actually. I would count it yeah. as a rom com. But it's a it's a bromance. It's a lo- the love yeah. of a bro to another bro. But it's not a rom com. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, romance. It's so, still a. So it's not its own like genre. I agree with that, with the relationship part. Like, it's any form of any development of a relationship between two people, and, yeah, just going into okay. that. Okay, how about, have you guys seen Shape of Water? Mm, no. <laughs> I have not seen Shape so of Water. So, it's basically a uh, Guillermo del Toro movie. Uh, this deaf lady uh, is working in a government installation, and she falls in love with this fish man <laughs> that they're, like, running tests on. Would so you? I would say to that... It has too much horror, and the comedy mm. is sprinkled in, and it's not like, it's not lighthearted comedy. <laughs> Rom-coms have, like, a goofy type of comedy, yeah. whereas that one is, like, it's a little bit more, I don't want to say sophisticated comedy, but it's, like, dry humor almost. Mm. Okay. Like Marvel movies. Yeah. Like what? I, I, I think I movie. saw the trailer for that. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, think I, I've seen the trailer for Shape of Water, and I think it looked more like a thriller to me than a rom-com. Yeah. But I feel like they could still develop uh, some sort of relationship, but it's not primarily focused on that. Okay. How about how about warm bodies? Have you seen that one? Yes. Yes. 
I see that one. I do like that one. <laughs> that was I, I really like that movie. Because, <laughs> only be, only because only because it took a slightly different take on zombies. And not, it, not on Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was more on on zombies. The way they instead of uh, how zombies usually are, brainless, all that stuff. It was just yeah, different. That was, That's why I liked. So it. not to shit on you, but like, <laughs> that please was shut away. Because I, I like zombie movies, and I felt like it was that that was the worst part of that movie. You didn't like, like that zombies could come back to life through the power of feelings. <laughs> yeah, and the power of feelings, feelings, and no. that they have a heartbeat and they could talk. <laughs> I think. Or is there too much, dive, too much zombie in it? I think it, I think it is more of a rom com. I think I would classify it as a rom com, just because of how it's, it's focusing on him having feelings and this girl is uh, initiating it. Whether and even with his uh, friends too, like they're starting to feel it all too. And I don't know, they just he develops something, some sort of relationship with that girl that kind of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go from it. It's just like I think it, I think it's it's not on the highest end of the rom com yeah. spectrum. But there's a scale. Yeah. There is a scale. It's on but, the it's on the lower end, but I still think it does count because they they kind of have a love thing going on and then um that brings them to becoming human and it's kinda of focused on that and then not trying to spoil the movie too much, but there's that, that kind of side uh, action stuff going on with uh, other zombies. Okay. So like a rom action com. Yeah, so that, even with what you were saying about Shape of Water, I think going back to Carson, I don't think mixing in like a third genre, it just makes it more difficult to uh, really say if it's a rom-com when you try to toss a third one. And I think yeah. in, in Warm Bodies too, like, there's enough of the plot that's about him coming back to life and them surviving zombies that it kind of takes away from the rom-com element. Mm-hmm. Like it's oh, like 60% romance, <laughs> 20% comedy, and 20% other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they end up fighting other zombies? Yeah, like word bonies. Bonies, there you go. Yeah, bonies. yeah. 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 The more zombie zombies, or the one with no know. feelings at all. Yeah, <laughs> that they can't be saved by the power of love. Okay, I regret already bringing that one. Up. <laughs> um, okay, how about uh, let's let's bring it all the way back. Uh, let's get a little closer or like an easier I guess, easier example. Should probably start with these. Uh, I probably should have, but I just wanted to like. <laughs> Something to curveball at us. Uh, how about. How about Dirty Grandpa? <laughs> no. No, not at all. I mean, if you count the relationship of the grandpa and the grandson, unless I'm getting my movies mixed up. No. That's no. Okay. That's. Uh, Wait. Robert De Niro. Robert yeah. De Niro, yeah, that that um. And Zaka. Zaka Fran. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking of. I think were you thinking Dirty Grandpa? I think I. That's what I said. No, no, there's Dirty Grandpa <laughs> no, and Bad Grandpa. Bad Grandpa. Wait. Bad Grandpa. With the, the one. Judd Judd Knoxville? No. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's what you're not thinking. Not that. Okay. Not that one. No. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, that's. But in a way, he still does have a relationship with his grandson. That's really? that's kind of forming. So that's, but okay, so that's but the I don't. But I still don't think that counts as a rom-com. Because it's not like an affectionate one. It's, I feel like it's a little different when it's, I guess, I family it. like that. Okay, so <laughs> the, the elements that we've agreed upon so far uh, are there's the, uh, it's the, the relationship has to be primary. Yeah. Uh, there can be other 
genres sprinkled in. Um, what was, you had one. Help me out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lighthearted. Because that, uh, that war- ruled out this one. Ship of Water. Ship of Water. Um, and then Satisfying Ending. I think that was one from Alan. From Alan. Yeah. For, for me, it's satisfying ending. Some of the other rom-coms, they don't. Some that I've seen, they don't have the most satisfying ending. But, I mean, it still kind of leaves you hopeful. So I don't know if it really counts. Okay, so that's actually something I'm going to agree with there in that in that it has to portray love in, like, a magical sense. Like, when I think Dirty Grandpa, there's, like, other types of love involved. <laughs> <laughs> in a rom-com, love is, like, this powerful thing, and it's always innocent and pure and Oh, that movie is, uh... So, Forrest's motivation throughout the entire movie is Jenny and his love for Jenny. And I feel like, in a certain way, it shows that a a simple man can uh, overcome all these grand things uh, with the power of love. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's more on the the drama side of things, because it has a little bit more of a serious undertone. Yeah, Yeah. because they they do focus on the war and stuff a lot, and then the whole... But like a lot e- of even most of the like the whole war segment when he goes to Vietnam, it's it's kind of like filmed through a it's shown through like a more lighthearted like there's serious parts of yeah. course, like mm. Bubba, <laughs> the end of Bubba, <laughs> but the the majority of it is like lighthearted. I would I would say at least. Well, there was well, yeah, I guess it was like minimal comedy. Sprinkled onto it. And there wasn't enough Jenny. Yeah. Really? There was, I felt like there wasn't enough Jenny either. So maybe it was it was portraying more of so his growth and his journey. <laughs> that's what I mean. As okay. a as a person okay. going through point. his his life, so which happens to have a romance. So the spirit of Jenny that's like <laughs> hanging over his life is not enough. No. No, it doesn't completely control everything on how he develops. With Jenny, to kind of see her side of things, and like, there's a lot of adventures. Yeah. yeah, and it has nothing related really to do with anything. Okay. So I guess that also ruled out Princess Bride. Because, mm. what's his name? What's the, the main guy? Oh my gosh, I forgot about this movie. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> his name. Andrew Montoya? No. No, no what? That, the, the masked guy <laughs> who became a pirate. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying really hard to think. I can't think. Okay. How about uh, Star Wars 2, Attack of the Clones? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, is this a serious question? No, no, no. Okay, I, mean, I was going mean, to say There's it. romance in there. Yeah, but would you there's call it... There's a little bit of everything. An intentional comedy? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a bromance. There's a stuff with uh, uh, him and um, Anakin and... Princess Padme? Padme. Yeah, Padme. So Senator Padme. Senator Padme. Pa- Senator so there's, Padme. there's different romances going on. <laughs> um, okay, let's... Uh, I think there's a focus between the, uh, what's his name. I think it. I think for me that counts just because I guess his fo- the focus of the movie is like him trying to I guess get into a relationship. Get into a relationship. Or have sex. No, 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 sorry. Have, have sex. Have, have sex. sex, but then it's kind of also him, you know, wanting something, someone, some sort of love. But then he, you know, he's kind of developing and figuring out that he doesn't just want sex. Really? Because I, I thought this one would have been. <laughs> well, kind of, I guess. I, I think this 
it's more on the comedy side. Yeah, I feel like this one and is more they, just comedy. And then comedy. they sprinkled romance. They sprinkled romance, so yeah. it doesn't go with Carson's seventy percent. I mean, yeah, between him and Nadia. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> I think that yeah, that's like 2019 could be. <laughs> <laughs> with all the movies that are out now, maybe. Okay, well, I'm no closer to determining what. What romance? No, no, I mean, so we have our 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 main uh, our main principles. I think the scale is a big thing. There's some that are more rom-commy than others. Um, is there anything uh, else that you guys want to add? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's a rom-com. Really? Yeah. I specifically picked my criteria saying that didn't feel like a rom-com. Really? Yeah. I'm actually upset that I didn't think I, that one. <laughs> I... For me, even though I agree with you earlier with the it has to be more romance, maybe like 60-70% than the rest comedy, I actually feel like Scott Pilgrim was a rom-com. Just a slightly different way of doing a rom-com. Action like rom-com. Very close. Yeah. But it's too comedic. Too comedic? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if anything, the, the problem that I would have had with that being a rom-com is that it's not, oh sorry, it's not like cheesy romantic. Because for me, that's what like that's what I think. That's what you rom-com. feel like, like the rom-com. That, like, that, like, the cheesiness? Really yeah, sure. cute, cutesy, whatever. <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, even in the it. ones where they don't end up together, or it's like one that's like flipping everything on their head, it's like, it has to have those elements of like, oh, I love her so much. And <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in Scott Pilgrim, it's kind of like he's infatuated with Ramona. Yeah. And as much as I love that movie, it's kind of confusing in the end because he's supposed to have like learned his lesson, but then in the end, uh, Knives is just like, go go after her, like, even though he's he all he just learned like don't do things for a girl, do it for yourself. Yeah. And then he's just like, no, go 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 get the girl. I think he he gets the both of best of both worlds. Like he he learned how to do it for himself, and then he can also get the girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean with you with endings it doesn't necessarily have to be like so I guess yeah. straight up happy like oh they're together or this is you know that's yeah. how the the relationship goes I feel like rom-coms yeah they don't have to be happy happy ending completely okay so I guess, I, I guess before we before we wrap this segment up I, I want to ask about one more movie because I haven't seen it <laughs> and it was listed as a rom-com when I oh, <laughs> did yeah. my Google search it was uh, coming, coming to America uh, Eddie Murphy? Oh, no, that is... The Royal Penis is Clean? That one? No. Yes. <laughs> the what? Royal Penis is Clean. That's where... Uh, is Eddie, so he's like an African prince. Yeah. He's like trying to run away from his arranged marriage. So and he's coming to... He, was it New York, I think? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think he was in New York. He comes to the city yeah, and he's just... Huh. It's really old. I don't think... That one is more comedy for me than yeah. romance. Yeah. Do you know, have you seen it? Yeah, I've, I've seen it, but okay. like I, I just remember bits and pieces right now. It's been a while. Can you explain to me why it would, you think someone would categorize it as a rom-com? I have no clue. Maybe just because he's... Because okay. the, the <laughs> original, maybe because there's some like romance or love story sprinkled in. Oh, okay. But I feel like it's still more comedy than anything. Okay, so it's not even on the scale. For me, no. For me, it doesn't cut it onto my scale. But okay. I know that they haven't seen it. <laughs> Never uh, even heard of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any, anyone listening, if you agree, disagree, let us know uh, on uh, on our Instagram comments. 
Yes, let, let us know what also is uh, part of a rom-com, what, uh, the makes, uh, what makes a rom-com. Well, I think we determined that much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and also tell us uh, what's the deal with coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll cap it off there. And before we move on to our next segment, I'm going to do a rapid-fire question segment for Alex. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. I've got five questions for you. Don't no explain the answer. Just give us an answer. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this is quick. Um, what movie mom would you choose to be your mom? <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Whoa. From? From what movie? Um, Made in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh my gosh, Ned from. Wait, start say it again. <laughs> movie yeah, character. Movie character to be your BFF. Okay, Ned from Spider-Man. Oh. Oh okay. They meant Ned Flanders. From a me, um yeah the Filipino guy from the new Spider-Man. The big guy. Oh okay. Guy in the chair. Yeah that guy. Guy in the chair. What movie character would it be the worst action figure to make next to Bruce? Oh what? <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I was about to say Batman for some reason. <laughs> that was the best one. I know. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. Because if you overstretch, he's gonna break, and then you're gonna have to buy a new one. Too much of an explanation. The band. Oh, okay. I think uh, and then the last that. one, what is the best movie monster? Godzilla. Alright. Yeah. Mm, I like that answer. Uh, <laughs> no, I actually figure I would have said Scarlett Johansson from her. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Wouldn't um, that be the iPhone? <laughs> just kidding. God, that would be a great one. I have okay, iPhone. so for this next one, uh, basically taking our rapid fire segment but expanding it and making it both rom-com themed. So I sent you guys seven questions uh, about rom-coms that we're going to talk about. Uh, we'll see how many we get through. So just a kind of a, an easy one to start off, and I think you guys talked about this a little bit so far, but what is your favorite rom-com? So mine is 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> <laughs> I say this because when I was working at my previous job, uh, and it just came out on DVD and digital download, I downloaded it onto my phone and I watched it every day for maybe two months. Wow. <laughs> I can During my break. During my break. I watched it every 20 times. <laughs> Alright. So I guess the same answer for both you guys. For me, no, mine, it was either oh. going to be 500 Days of Summer, um, this Korean movie called Art of, the, or Art of Seduction, but I kind of actually ended up with uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Ooh, that's a good one too. Just because uh, that one scene where <laughs> they're all fighting in the backyard, <laughs> <laughs> that was I, that that was just killing me. Yeah, so so for me, that's my favorite rom com, Crazy Stupid Love. I don't know. I don't think I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I like I'm really like not a fan of rom coms in general. I'm sure there's like one that I'm missing that's like not a typical one, and it's okay, and I actually kind of liked it. I do remember a long, long time ago, my sister made me watch My Sassy Girl. Which is <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Guess I'm going like, to have to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that one was kind of funny. But, like, just with, I feel like with all Korean movies, no offense to Korean, so 
like it's like emotional terrorism. Like they, they just have to. It's it's so much cheese that it like hurts your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Art of seduction. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're all uh, just, they're just so cheesy. Um, and I, so I, yeah, no, you know what? I love you, man. Oh, okay. Like I, I like that one. Film. One of my favorite movies. More than and then Scott. we determined that it's a rom-com. Now. <laughs> More than Scott Pilgrim? Huh? More than Scott Pilgrim? But that's less of a rom-com than I Love You, Matt. But I yeah. mean, based on what Carson said earlier... Yeah, uh, wait, because he said no, right? Oh, I was going to cheat and say Scott Pilgrim, too. So I can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, like, I Love You, Matt is definitely... I Love You, Matt? I... <laughs> She's not the greatest uh, personality. Yeah, apparently she has a sour personality. Let's put it that way. (laughs) But I mean, because we're talking about movies, but she's good in suits, but that's a TV show. And we don't talk about those. Yeah. yeah, There's no place for that here. (laughs) Or uh, a 40 year old virgin. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, no, that that one I agree with. Yeah, 31st Dates is good. It's like one of Adam Sandler's less offensive movies. Yeah, that one actually, that's I like that more for Adam Sandler for one of his movies. Aside from the classics. Like, I'm still predicting right. Adam Sandler to get an Oscar nomination this year. <laughs> for, for, right. for the Netflix movie he has? For Uncut Gems. Oh, okay. That one is. Not uh, Murder Mystery? <laughs> yeah, Murder Mystery. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't watch. It's funny because the trailer came out a few days later for the new Ryan Johnson movie. Which is basically murder mystery, but good. <laughs> uh, anyway, next question. Um, this is a fan submission for this question. Ooh, oh. thank you, fans. Rom-coms We're are listening. dumb, but why do so many people love them? Wait, I thought that was going to be from Suwon, but that, that is. doesn't sound... It is? <laughs> <laughs> She's a fan. Specifically, she told me to add this, so... Okay, cool. <laughs> Oh, okay. Who who's gonna? I think it goes back to what you guys said. It's like it's the feeling of like ooh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's it it, it has you leaving the theater or the couch like all <laughs> all feel good, lovey dovey type of feelings in your tummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, is it escapism? I feel like it is. I feel like there's a, a few reasons why people like it. Um, I feel like it does take a funny, truthful take on relationships, dating that whole, that whole thing, and even with uh, I guess for people that are in relationships, kind of brings up stuff they can relate to, and just make fun of and be like, oh, it's not just me that goes through these funny, awkward yeah. situations. I don't. I like watching that. Though. <laughs> you know what's weird? I get that. I I think I get that type of feeling. Yeah. Of like you know, like the, the, a, a battle scene when like they're like the the. The good guys are like losing, and then there's like this, like when Gandalf shows up. And, <laughs> and he comes to save oh everyone. Oh my god, that was so that's, epic. That's what gives me that ooh. <laughs> 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 no, like the portal scene so much. The witch? The oh, portal scene? Yeah. <laughs> on, on your left? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. That's what gets me. Oh, okay. But I, you remember uh, Friends with Benefits with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis? Yeah. I think oh, she, she said something during that movie that had a take on. 
like romance movies in general uh that it it makes you feel good and yeah it's like a, some stuff are very far fetched that you want to believe that this would happen so you kind of reference that in your life like oh I want this prince charming or I want this yeah. hot looking busty <laughs> brunette or whatever yeah, yeah. you know yeah, that's why I feel like it sometimes gives people hope for people that aren't in relationships or that want to date and feel love and have feelings. And that's why there's always the, the, the every man in uh, like the blank slate that you can uh, just put in. Put yourself into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's a good segue to another question we had. Uh, what have you guys learned about romance from rom-coms? Have you guys implemented any of these learnings? Have you ever copied something from a rom-com before? <laughs> well, I mean, um, I, I, well, see, I, I haven't been in a relationship in a while, but for the when the last time I was in a relationship, I guess um, for me it's kind of like uh, just watching some rom coms. Like, there's two sides of the story. <laughs> like, sometimes <laughs> there's always two sides of the story. So sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they're right, or like, I'll, I'll try to understand them a bit more. And another thing is from rom coms is uh, that I've learned is. Sometimes you just have to speak your mind because if you just say one thing, that would just save you from a whole shit storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a whole shit storm of problems that you, you can know what? nip that's, in the bud. That's, that's the, the thing I hate about stupid rom-coms. <laughs> if people just stand like, no, this girl tried to come on to me. Boom. Boom. No problem. <laughs> that kind of thing. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but that that's like in a lot of... Movies in general. Oh, maybe they should have gone in the barn door. <laughs> then they would have. Yeah. yeah, no, for any horror movie too. It's like, oh, maybe if they didn't go in the creepy house, they would yeah. also be alive. No, but like, <laughs> I feel like it's it's more so much easier as like the person is walking out the door to be like, wait, I uh, I lied because my mom is sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I, I just, I, something like that. <laughs> Don't leave. I actually love you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Just, yeah. Something simple as that. Yeah. Hey, I, I love you. Just admitting feelings. Like, just say the one thing. Not even like something, because admitting feelings, okay. <laughs> no, that's still a big like, one. That's a bigger one. Harder. That's harder, yeah, for but sure. Like, but A lot of these movies, I feel like they have that. They, there has to be like that, the, the conflict, like the drama. Yeah. So like, everything is great for them, and then they fall apart because uh, his, his ex-girlfriend came back. All you have to say is like, no, I actually don't like her anymore. Yeah. Or like they had like a gambling problem that they just slowly discovered, like they slowly created, and they're like started lying about it when they could have just said, "Oh yeah, um, I spent it on on gambling." Like I have an issue I with that. that. Was really bad. Yeah, no, I, I had a different example in my head. Something else came out. That's still a bad one. Yeah. Then she continues walking away. Um, what was the question? What did you learn from rom coms? Yeah. I've I've learned, and I know this is very like naive of me, but like. It'll all eventually work out in the end. <laughs> For me, I guess I, I kind of take that. I take that I mean, away too, just a little bit. Like it's it's one of those yeah. things. That like regardless you... of if it's bad or not, like it'll all just work out. Yeah. Right. No, that's yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I also learned like uh, that there's no real, I guess, format or guideline to. Love. To love <laughs> and finding love and dating relationships, you kind of just go with the flow with the other person and just, you know, because what works with someone else doesn't work with, uh, yeah. you know, might not work with you, so, yeah. What have you learned, Carson? I feel like I haven't learned any positive lessons. <laughs> 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 rom-coms are dumb. I don't know, what's about rom-coms are just like romance, like 
movies or TV shows in general, but there's like there's this concept of um, like needing to put on an act or like do a certain like I don't know how to describe it, but it's like uh, when when you talk about like guys having the skill of like picking up women, and it's like oh you gotta you gotta do this thing, you gotta do this trick, and it's like you have to be mean to her. <laughs> yeah, like any advice of anything like that just like never yeah. has turned out positively. No. <laughs> uh, first date that I had with current girlfriend. Uh, I feel like there was a part of first date that I learned from movies where it's like you're supposed to leave on a good note. So it's like it gets to a point where it's like, okay, this is a good date and just get out of there before uh, you mess it up too bad. Yeah. I may have actually learned this from Seinfeld. <laughs> with George where he does that. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd never like her and I'd never call her back ever again. Uh, it turned out well, but because I was listening to rom-coms and shouldn't listen to rom-coms. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Just go with your own flow. Just don't listen to the advice, the things they say. I mean, I don't think I've really learned anything from movies in general. Like, even the ones, like, the Disney ones that have a good message. Like, I always take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, Moana or something. Moana. 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 <laughs> Did I say that wrong? I, I don't know. I've been... It's very... Actually, no, that's a bad example because because the environment is totally good. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be like, love everyone. Like, <laughs> love nature. Uh, or, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the, like, one good lesson that rom do you have is like, usually at the end of the movie, one person admits their feelings and then everything just like works out. And it's like, whether it works out or not, like, Admitting your feelings always just is the right thing to do, in my opinion. Yeah. Just tell the truth. Like, uh, what was that? The breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Yeah. So he admitted that he's, like, being a douche, he's being very selfish, like, at the very end, but they never ended up back together. But it all worked out because, you know, she was doing her thing, he was doing his own thing, and then it was all just gravy. Yeah. You know what's another one? Is that when they go to like a camp or like a yeah, like, like a retreat? A, a commune. Okay, okay. No, that that one I haven't seen. And they're all like hippies and. Oh, I think I, 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 I think I saw the trailer. I didn't want to watch it. So, literally, the only reason, well, not the only reason why I like that, but it's this Paul Rudd one, and then two, there's a scene where he's like psyching himself up to have sex with this uh, Malin Ackerman, who's like living at the commune, and because like they're all open and like, oh, how you can have sex with everyone. And yeah. They're Uh, and then 
the whole premise of the movie was that you know it was three dudes that pretty much wanted to you know spend time with each other because uh, Zac Efron missed hanging out with his best friends and all that. And then moving forward along the movie, um, he was trying to work out uh, his relationship with his ex-wife because that's what he does. He works on relationships. He didn't want to let it go. He didn't want to just leave it in the dust. And yeah, and I guess I could relate to that a lot because I don't like leaving things unsettled per se, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I like having I like having closure and I like working on something to make it work. True. Okay. For, for, for me, we, we actually don't have the same answer this time. Oh, for, yes. <laughs> <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's it's hard to pick just one character because I feel like um, as a person, I guess I kind of, I guess changed and uh, I guess um, matured more in uh, how I am with uh, relationships. Cause like um, sometimes I guess I was hopeless romantic, like uh, maybe let's say 500 days of summer or someone else. And then maybe I became like uh, the guy from Art of Seduction who kind of just liked the chase. And then mm-hmm. other people like um, someone who's more cynical like um, Gerard Butler in Ugly Truth. Or um, or someone like Don John, <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like Don, in Don John. I don't know if that counts as a rom-com. I want to bring that up earlier. <laughs> and then um, even just to, like someone like um, uh, Ryan, is it Ryan Gosling in Crazy Stupid Love? Yeah. Where he's kind of uh, I guess a bit of a playboy, and then he doesn't really feel like you'll ever find one person that to really love, and then he so sees Emma Stone. So yeah, I feel like I'm a progression between a bunch of different movies. And then where have you landed? Um, a little bit of everything, I think. <laughs> All of them combined, just in different uh, percents. <laughs> yeah, let's see. of my current status. <laughs> Let's just hope my fiance is not listening. <laughs> uh, so I have this like high school little boy crush on Zoe Deschanel, just because she's like very quirky and very awkward at times, and she's also super pretty. Um, 
But my fiance is like total opposite of like. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> don't, don't let me let me let me explain. So, <laughs> this is what she's gonna be listening to. <laughs> so she she's very she's very loud. She's very like in your face, and she's very like. Uh, yeah, and she's very like. Tell it how it is. Uh, straight up. Yeah, she's very she's a very straight up shooter. So, I never thought. I would end up with someone like that, um, but I guess that's what they say about like you know, uh, opposites attract and whatnot. Because <laughs> she's like a total opposite of me in that sense, um, but she's beautiful too. <laughs> I think that's why you were laughing earlier, right? <laughs> the way I segued. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm explaining it now. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> for, for for me, it would be um, the type of character that Emma Stone played in Crazy Stupid Love, just because um, she's kind of just in in a way what you were saying, like she's just a per- type of person that's straight up, and like she just kind of said it how it is, and she's also kind of chill. You get that chill vibe from her, and um, yeah, she still has I guess some some romance in there too. Like it's uh, it's and she's a bit wholesome as well. <laughs> nice wholesome person <laughs> that's not ratchet and uh, just cra- <laughs> crazy crazy even though the movie's called I Crazy Stupid Love <laughs> her or any character that Rachel McAdams plays <laughs> all the characters The Val um, Notebook sure? have you seen I About I Time? About Time is another one that's I love her About Time she's really good in About Time she's just the characters the type of character she plays in all those movies are kind of similar and yeah I think it'd be someone like her yeah, uh, this a similar character at least. So that's why I, I like I like her. <laughs> yes, she was. Okay, that was different. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like her as that? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> TV show. Let's go. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is my villain. He's your villain. Like a, you versus the guy. You know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, cast the person on your left in their movie. In their movie, um, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Um, how how do you die in your movie? Uh, very 
very tragic death. Ow. I, I get killed by mobsters. Every mobster. Ow. Every mobster. Every mobster, I get. They just dogpile on you? Pretty much, I guess. It's like, um, what's that movie with Jet Li where he's unleashed? Kind of like that. They they all send someone like Jet Li for me. Wait, what? You know the movie Unleashed with yeah, Jet Li? Yeah. They, they send, no, they send someone like Jet Li to come and kill me. And he just beats me to death. Senselessly. And it takes um, really long for some reason to kill me. <laughs> okay, you are uh, you're the god, you're god of the world, um, and you've decided to destroy the world. What, what disaster, what movie disaster do you... Um, the After Tomorrow. Like climate change? Yeah, climate change stuff, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, climate change stuff. You're doing that to us now? <laughs> uh, uh, I think that's it. Time. Cool. All right, time oh, for my favorite thing. <laughs> I wish I had actually mentioned this early on in the episode when I was introducing it because it's like the highlight of the episode. <laughs> uh, but thank you to those of you who are actually still listening. You get a treat by having our best segment. Uh, and this is, of course, going to be Pitch Your Own Rom-Com Movie. Ooh. So the three of you guys will be coming up with your own original rom-com. I've given you guys some criteria that you have to implement as part of this. So this is... You are pitching an original rom-com movie, so your own story. You have to have four of the character stereotypes that we usually find in a rom-com, that being the protagonist, the protagonist's love interest, uh, that love interest's current relationship, and then the protagonist's wacky best friend. Um, all of these characters have to be pre-existing characters from a movie that has made at least $200 million at the U.S. box office, so we were going for Characters. Um, and I'll give you guys about five, seven minutes each to pitch that. So, who wants to go first? Paul. 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 Uh, but 
always missing in his life, and he wants an adventure, and he wants a little bit of that, like, that, that danger, I guess, like a, a quirky, like a, a spunky lady who may or may not eat him after they sleep together. <laughs> and then his, uh, his best friend, um, this is really a real shame, I can't use for anyone from Ants, because that movie didn't make enough money. <laughs> try to make with uh, Praying Mantis trying to eat his head off and how uh, freaked out he might be because he said Jonah Hill is going to be voicing. Yeah. Yeah, so I I feel like it's a movie that I'd be into, but yeah. <laughs> I would also like to see this movie. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like this is just Bugs Life Part 2, but just rated R. <laughs> you know, I'm good. <laughs> That we enter relationships blindingly? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's taking that little face. You put yourself out there. And you take that risk to only get your head bitten off. You're ripped out or head bitten off or you don't. But you just gotta do it. You gotta do it, man. (laughs) Alright, if there's no further 
<laughs> oh, it's me. All right. Okay. So I guess I set mine up a, a little differently. And um, for me, the protagonist, I guess I'll, the characters I'm using are from, uh, they're all pretty much superheroes. Um, you already know who plays them. I'm using the same characters as the they are uh, presented in their movies. So my protagonist is uh, Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Romantic interest is Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. <laughs> the interest current relationship is uh, Margot Robbie. And then uh, the wacky best friend is Chris Hemsworth. So Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and Chris Hemsworth as Thor. So it's a Marvel DC. Uh, Wait, so, <laughs> so uh, Aquaman is currently with uh, uh, he, Harley he, Quinn? No, he's the main character. Harley Quinn and Gal Gadot are in a relationship together. Oh! Yes. So now I guess I'll begin my, my story. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so uh, Aquaman, um, he, he's a little bit different from how he's portrayed in the movie, but Aquaman, who's part hopeless romantic, part fuckboy, uh, he's kind of lost hope uh, on settling down and finding love, and uh, he doesn't. he's not the type to really like to go out and uh, whatnot, and um, he would usually only go to the bar with his best friend, Chris Hemsworth who's, uh, you know, the comedic relief for the movie. He's always a wacky best friend that brings him into weird situations. And then um, one time while Chris was out of town for some crazy 100-day-long party uh, adventure, uh, Aquaman decided to go to a different bar than he usually does. And that's when he bumps into uh, this girl that he meets, Sparks Fly, and that girl is Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. This is, I guess, uh, it's a whole unique universe. <laughs> um, and then... <clears throat> yeah, so their their relationship pretty much uh, takes off like a rocket ship, and then um, unfortunately it explodes, and then uh, they kind of just I guess have a falling out, and he's stuck being alone again. So he's uh, really oh wait sorry, he he actually meets a girl just a random girl. Uh, sorry, I mixed my story up a bit. So let me start that part again. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Aquaman goes to a bar, he meets a girl, he falls crazy in love with her, and then they have this really heated spark and rockets, you know, like a rocket ship. I, I like. To Another use a rocket, rocket ship. ship. Yeah. So that's uh, the rocket ship I was talking about. And then that kind of exploded, crashed and burned, and then now he's just feeling miserable, and he's now on his last whims with, I'm only going to give love one more shot. So what happens was, while he's kind of, I guess, uh, going through that phase, he gets a call from uh, from uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Thor, saying that, uh, he's like, hey, I'm just coming back from my 100-day party with some friends I met. Um, hey, let's go to our usual bar and meet up. So when he goes to the bar and meets him up, that's when he runs into Gal Gadot. And then, uh, you know, they, they start kicking it off. He introduces them together. And then, you know, you can clearly see there's something kind of put going on between them. But then uh, one of the friends that arrives late just comes up to her, to Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, and gives her a kiss right on lips and says, sorry, I'm late, babe. And then uh, he realizes, oh, Harley Quinn is uh, Gal Gadot's girlfriend. You just want to see them <laughs> so then, <laughs> so after he realized that... he. He's uh, their girlfriend, you know, the, he kind of just steps it back a bit. And as the night goes on, you know, they kind of exchange stories of what happened in that 100-day party. And then um, they exchange stories of, you know, their drug-filled escapades <laughs> on their, their, let's say, Euro tour. And then, um, yeah, pretty much um, it just continues to go on with uh, Crim's, uh, Chris hanging out with his old friends and um, playing uh, the jokester and getting them in weird situations. And slowly, it's funny Thor. yeah, it's like funny Thor. And then they kind of uh, get into a situation where um, he ends up just on a balcony having a, a real talk with uh, Wonder Woman. And then that's when Wonder Woman pretty much reveals that you know what, she's um, she's actually they start selling into a city because they've always been traveling, traveling um, 
party people. Gal Gadot and Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn and Wonder Woman have been traveling party people that uh, don't really settle down in the city. And they finally decide to settle down in the city that uh, Jason uh, Momoa Aquaman is in. So then um, while she's settling down, she realizes, you know what? Um, I think the only reason I was with Margot Robbie is because I was uh, on drugs and stuff and <laughs> and all, all, all that stuff. So now that I'm settling in the city, you know, I have a new perspective on things and, you know, I don't know how to... Uh, how to leave her, and the thing is that Margot Robbie's like such a nice girl, so she's not even like that bad of a I've person. Created a nice girl. Yeah, that's what I, I told you. It's a new take on everything, okay, okay. and then eventually, yeah, just that they they eventually fall in love, and then you know they find a way out of uh, getting her out of that relationship while Thor and um, Thor and Harley Quinn continue to be party people and static <laughs> characters that don't really change or develop. And that's that's my my romance, my rom com. Is this rated R? Um, does 18 it, plus. It, it's 18 plus, not rated right R. It shows their drug escapades. <laughs> yeah. What kind of drugs do superheroes have to take? A lot. I don't know. Crush, kryptonite. Uh, kryptonite. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Kryptonite. Do they do any crime fighting at all? <laughs> no, no. Or are no. they escaping crime? I was, I was thinking of mixing it in together with some, you know, action, but then, like, Carson was saying earlier, which I thought about, I'm like, I think I'm making more of an action-filled movie with some <laughs> romance, so I kind of took that part out altogether. This is them on their spare time. I have some questions at the end for all of you guys. Oh, okay. oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Perfect. So that that's my story. Thanks, guys, for listening and joining <laughs> on that adventure. <laughs> All right, so I'm doing a reimagining of She's All That. Nice classic. Uh, and I copped out and used superheroes as well. <laughs> so you're getting double superhero fun. So I'm casting uh, Batman as the prota- uh, protagonist. I'm casting Wonder Woman as the love interest. Wait, which Batman? Uh, the recent Batman. Batman vs. Superman, Batflick. Yeah, yeah Batflick. Uh, and then I am casting uh, Superman as the best friend. There is no uh, relationship Interesting. with... Uh, no existing yeah, relationship. Yeah, no, no existing relationship. So Batman is going to be played by Taron Egerton? 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 Uh, Wonder Woman is going to be played by Emma Watson, and uh, Superman <laughs> is going to be cast as JGL, or Joseph, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Superman! <laughs> Superman, oh, but his uh, Don John body. Yeah, okay, that's okay, because yeah, Don John is... <laughs> Alright, so it's, it's going to be like uh, the Justice League Academy, where uh, the previous heroes pass down their armor or their suits, and they, the next person kind of takes on the superhero. So so basically, Batman makes a bet with Superman saying that he can choose any of these uh, aspiring super heroines to become the next Wonder Woman. (laughs) Because Batman is so, like, cocky and, like, yeah, I can do that. Just watch me. So Superman's like, alright, I'll take you up on that bet. And so throughout the whole movie, he picks this, he picks, uh, Emma Watson and like, hey, I'm gonna do my best to make you Wonder Woman by the end of the 
Justice League Academy once you do all the testing and you'll for sure become Wonder Woman. And she wants no part of this. She well, she's there to you know learn and. Does she have questions? <laughs> well, she does. That's that's oh, how okay. like like oh why? But then Batman's like very persistent. Like no, don't you you're gonna want this. You're gonna you're gonna do this and. He doesn't say he's going to make a lot of money, but he says that it's going to be good for the team and that, you know, we could use you on the team and whatnot. So it's just a lot of the progression of him, you know, following his bet, following that, you know, he has a goal in mind. And then later on, as as she's like pretending to uh, try on the armor or the, the gauntlet and the skimpy ass costume <laughs> that Wonder Woman uses, uh, he has like a spark in her or in him that you know he starts seeing her in a different light and like you know maybe she really More is meant to be. Kind of, she takes her glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you know, uh, Kiss Me starts playing in the background as she's uh, teleporting down whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Superman is like, you know, he he sees what Batman sees and then you know starts trying to. Uh, ruined what Batman has been trying to accomplish and kind of tell her his secret (laughs) that they made a bet and whatnot. And then so it cuts to Batman versus Superman, the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So they fight over her. No, no, no. But uh, at the end, at the end, you know, she, she questions if she was really worthy, if she was really worthy of the team and if this was all a ruse and whatnot, and then happy ending, Batman tells how he really feels and that he really does see her as a potential part, not not potential as the the Wonder Man, uh, Wonder, Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Man, as the Wonder Woman, you know, to to take on uh, the role of Wonder Woman, the next Wonder Woman, and Superman gets jealous but realizes that the team is more important than love, and yeah. And they're all happy. And they're all happy, and then they save lives. And they, 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 save, they save the world and everything. They save Aquaman for getting into uh, <laughs> more drugs. <laughs> the drug fest with the Thor and everyone else. <laughs> so does Batman and Wonder Woman end up together? Oh, yes, yes, they do. They do. Just like in the comics. But we don't talk about comics. I, I, I just. I, Joseph Gordon Levitt as Superman. I, even with his Don John body, I just don't I see that. I actually see that, strangely enough. He could get some interesting roles and pitches in our movies because I assume that superhero Jesus. <laughs> oh, but this is okay, like okay. a younger like generation. Like in between uh, Team uh, Justice League so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh, okay, Justice okay. League. Like, the, you know, Academy 2. Yeah, get yeah. to their yeah. full-time career. The college. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down or teleporting down? Um, oh man, I'm like thinking of 90 songs. <laughs> well, you could, it could be. It could be. Just, uh, that song is a. Uh, She's so high, high, high above me. She's so lovely. <laughs> She's teleporting down. Um, hmm. 
him. Since I use the three superhero ones, um, it's going on a poster. Let me see. Um, getting ahead of love. Head, get it. <laughs> Avengers. I thought it was gonna be like a Bollywood ripoff. <laughs> um This is dating now. What? I don't know. <laughs> this is dating now. That that's my title. <laughs> Yeah, that's not, I think it's something wrong, Kami. You, like, combined three different <laughs> <laughs> Just words from each. Um, I think mine's gonna be wonder and awe. Aww. Aww. Like wonder and awe. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You got it! Or wonder man. <laughs> wonder man. <laughs> I love you, wonder man. Uh, okay, second question for you guys. movies as always, and you mentioned it, the meet-cute. Um, I don't need the meet-cute necessarily, but give me a cute scene between your two romantic interests. It can just be like a brief moment of describing it. But what, what are audiences going to leave this and really be talking about, like, oh, I remember that moment afterwards? Um, for me, I think with my characters, since uh, the other ones are druggies, <laughs> they're probably at some uh, music festival, you know. They're all they're all doing drugs and going all crazy while um, the main character Aquaman and um, Wonder Woman Gal Gadot they're just off on the side and they're having their own fun and it's just showing that you know like they they're just doing their own thing in the festival, enjoying it. They're all you know enjoying life, living life, actually listening to the music. And even though they they take some time away from the stage, it's just they have a really intimate moment amongst lo- a big crowd of people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's where the romantic moment for mine. I think mine would be when Wonder Woman is teleporting down, and as she, as she gets to the floor, she starts walking to Batman, and she only has one gauntlet on, and because she can't, she's having a hard time strapping it on. So Batman helps her and like ties it <laughs> around her, around her wrist. Or her forearm, oh, and then and then and then they and then they look at each other, and then he kind of like puts her like a, a thread of hair oh, behind yeah. behind <laughs> behind her ear as he like you know show, showcases right now <laughs> showcases <laughs> <laughs> showcases uh, the tiara or crown that she wears.
care if you'll eat me. I just, I just, I'd be happy to know that if I, if I die, it'll because I had one night with you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the peak moment. Of yeah, it's, it's very cliche, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very in line with the rom-com uh, theme. All right, last question I have for you guys. Um, so I was watching my fat girl last night. <laughs> I feel like mine is a uh, very <laughs> I feel like mine's just a uh, very uh, woman empowering because it's uh, Wonder Woman, but she's my main character there, it's very and progressive she's, as well. it's very progressive as well. You see uh, good development. You could always see, I guess, uh, uh, you get a little hope of. Uh, no, you mean, could always change things around I mean, with a for, for females. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that too. It's so it, it, it makes. I guess it's uh, you know people just uh, living life and trying to uh, try new things. Um, I don't know. I can't <laughs> even think. Just like part of her character arc. arc of her going, yeah, of her just I guess going, going one way and then doing a complete 360 turnaround and um, doing the right thing. I guess doing the right thing and just showing you that uh, yeah, you just be yourself. That that question is such a curveball for me because. My character is getting swindled into believing she can be something. <laughs> but she could have been all along in the end, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> she believes in herself. But she always <laughs> did believe in herself. And how will you respond to criticism that Wonder Woman needs a big, strong man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the story <laughs> is that she was doing her own thing. She didn't need any help, and she... Could have, yeah. She didn't ask for that. She could have just done it on her own because, you know, she was there to train for it anyways. Why does she need the extra help? <laughs> uh, actually, I have, I have a question for for you specifically. Oh my god. Uh, well, I mean, oh man. I think with uh, the characters that they are from all the previous movies, people just recognize them as. So even if they're not in like their costumes, but does, that, do they, is that what do you they do anything like Batman-y or Superman-y? Or, like, does Wonder Woman use her, her lasso at all to make them tell the truth or anything like that? For for mine, it's just them, I guess, outside of okay. the superhero life. So like people already know who they are, and that's names. what they say. But yeah, it's just bad names. They're just okay. in regular clothes, just going about the day. I feel like for him because they're in an academy. Yeah, they're they're wearing their costume. Yeah, like I mean, when when they've already done the outfit, they're wearing the outfit. But when they're training, they're wearing a shirt that says <laughs> "Training for," or yeah, they're wearing like a symbol. I was gonna ask is that question because they should be relatable to the every person because that's what rom com should be, no, or is like what's the point of them being superheroes? Yeah. Well, I was almost gonna say it's almost better if they're not superhero-y because it's more relatable. Yeah. 
things that's what I tried to do, make the superhero more relatable. <laughs> and falling in love and getting rejected and heartbroken. <laughs> okay. For this one, I am not going to pick a winner. Because <laughs> so I'm going to post these on Instagram and the winner will be whoever gets the most votes on Instagram. It's going to be three different posts. It's going to be <laughs> one post with three different pictures. Okay. <laughs> Not like, like, a con- I don't know. No one's going to comment. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> uh, Maybe we'll get one this time. We'll get, we'll get like three. Maybe. three? I say we'll, you know what? I say we're going to get ten. Are you going to tell people? <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I'm just, okay. yeah, just going to tell them, like, listen to the podcast, listen to my movie, and you'll know to vote for the oh, other yeah, two. Oh, yeah, actually, actually true. They have to listen to the podcast first. Yeah, yeah listen to the podcast, and hear the pitch, and you'll vote for or the other two. <laughs> 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 um, okay, well, I think now is a good time for anyone that's still listening. Uh, again, I'm going to plug our Instagram. Uh, Houston, we, at Houston, we have a podcast. I'm looking forward to uh, Good Boys. Um, just based off of the synopsis, um, it is a group of like early teens going to what's called a kissing party, and they're not prepared, so they're trying to gather all they can to kind of practice or see the best way to kiss. And I think uh, I think it was Carson that put it earlier that it's like a super bad adaptation with younger kids, but possibly still rated R. And yeah. Cool. Um, for me, the the movie that I'm looking forward to is Joker. Um, it's, uh, I guess, the, the, the new, um, how would you say, just a, a different uh, take on a Joker. Um yeah, I think it's an origin story, isn't it? And it's it's Joker played by Joaquin Phoenix, and um, pretty much uh, story is just a failed comedian, Arthur Fleck, encounters violent thugs, and then just shows his progression into madness. And yeah, for me, I've always liked Joker as a villain, and um, it's just nice seeing a different take on uh, Joker. I know there's uh, different universes, different types of Jokers, and I just really want to see where this one goes. Yep. E. <laughs> <laughs> that trailer. <laughs> what about the trailer excited you? Um, well, first of all, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you just watch, if anyone listening, watch the trailer. It is hilarious. It looks like it looks like when you're really sick and you have like a delusion, like a dream, a weird dream. <laughs> really? They're also tiny. Well, what, is this, like what, what is it about though? It's about cats. It's a musical. Oh, God. Um, and I'm really curious to see uh, if it's Elba as a cat. Um, the cat. Yep. Oh, my God. And Jason. Really? Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, like, I think I've watched It's like, you know when you do a face swap? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's literally actors, that. Like, they face swap to the actors on the cat. Oh, my God. Um, and, uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. 
I feel like that's one of those just movies that look stupid that you just want to watch to see how stupid <laughs> it is. Totally <laughs> shit. Um, but also, I'm looking forward to, aka not looking forward to uh, the sequel to 47 Meters Down. That shark movie, that shark cage movie. They're making a sequel. Where the two girls get called 48 Meters Down? No, it's called 47 Meters Down something something. Down under. Hold on, I have it right here. 47 <laughs> Meters Down. Uncaged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just have a lot of questions, like if that happened the first time, why would they go back? Um, it doesn't matter that they're uncaged now, why did they do it again? <laughs> I'm not familiar with the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was